space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Folks, SH1T coming to you live, drinking Das Etch, Swabenbrau, Marzen, whatever the hell that is. Not too bad, kind of hoppy, whatever that statement means as well. Not a beer connoisseur, not an anything connoisseur. It is what it is. Um, if you're still listening to this podcast, I commend you. And if you made it through episodes 35 and 36, I commend you doubly more. And you're a glutton for punishment, and you are obviously crazier than i am um i i ran seven and a half miles listening to episodes 35 and 36 and 35 wasn't too bad i thought it was okay my little brother kind of interrupted and uh, took control of the conversation just a tad bit on 35 but 36 was in and of itself if depending on your concept or how you how you view things the most beautiful or most horrific train wreck you've ever seen in your life and apparently people love train wrecks because it in in less than 18 hours was the most listened to podcast of the episode was part two so i don't know why you gluttons for punishment continue to come back and listen to whatever's going on and i don't know why uh, <laughs> i have no clue i i don't get it like i understand but i don't understand and i i, I don't know i don't i just don't under, i don't get it um yeah, so I'm going to go into the dull, boring podcast of uh, the rest of it, but do you like how the fact that uh, I I labeled the title The Phantom Menace but played The Next Generation coming into the lead? Yeah, fuck you, Star Wars fans. Uh, I'm uh, The Next Generation guy. That is by far the best. Uh, I grew up lit watching that shit all the time. Watching on the BBC, Captain Picard is the shit. Data is probably one of the better characters or the best character going on. So TNG is where it's at. Uh, change my mind. Um, all right, on to big news. Uh, the Tuckster, Mr. Foxman himself, has gotten a little bit of hot water for going on to a shock jock radio station and uh, saying some uh, sexist stuff about uh, women. Yay him and uh, Media Matters, a leftist wing organization and has an owner of media matters in and of himself had a couple of uh, anti-semitic and anti-pakistani or whatever the hell it was uh individual statements and uh he's running an organization that's just trying to go after uh tucker carlson 
And to Tucker's credit, he just kind of dismissed it as, uh, hey, I said something bad uh, 15 years ago. It is what it is, so on and so forth. Running off the Virginia governor thing where you just kind of, you don't need to step down. You don't need to apologize because if you apologize, you're admitting fault. If you do anything, you're admitting fault. And this is the playbook. This is what they do. They just kind of go out there and they they try to, it's faux outrage. It's uh, They're not really upset about the facts the statements that you made and it's not really a good standard to set upon anyone what what did you do 15 years ago that we're going to hold you to this standard same thing that i've talked about in previous podcasts when it comes to hey john wade said this or somebody said this or whoever said this uh, 45 years ago let's hold them to today to, to today's standards it doesn't really matter and they're they're really they're just trying to get down and uh, shut down Fox News. But in the same token, CNN is just the same as Fox. There's no difference between the two of those organizations. Fox is to the right as CNN is to the left. And Media Matters is a left-wing organization, as many media corporations are. And they're just going after Fox. And it's not really even Tucker Carlson. It's just, hey, stop advertising on Fox. Stop putting your money on Fox. Stop doing whatever on Fox. Whatever. Uh, a college scam broke. The big the big takeaway I took from this um, was that it was a bunch of left, like blue states, with the exception of University of Texas in Austin or TU, and even then that is a blue county or a blue city in the middle of uh, purple state Texas. Of the 52, 54 individuals that were uh, indicted for basically advancing the the scheme was or the scam was is that they would. Uh, they would pay this guy uh, an inordinate amount of money, depending on whatever it was, and he would basically get you through the uh, college athletics uh, portion of the university via the tennis program, the rowing program, uh, whatever. Um, or they would, you know, mismark uh, your your application. Uh, some of it was there was a uh, SAT testing program in Houston and another city, and the uh, the administrator of that exam was complicit in the fact that uh, they would, you would you know pay them money here's the score we want you to make and he would make that score neither here nor there so the the big takeaway i took from the college scam thing was is that all of it was blue state stuff democratic areas that's what i took from it san francisco los angeles uh, wake forest yale columbia harvard uh, I don't even know if Harvard was listed amongst them, but uh, it was it was interesting. They're getting hemmed up. They're getting whatever. But it took a uh, this is going to take a big uh, a big like chop at the college admissions things, which is in and of itself a scam. Uh, the universities have become just so insane. And uh, someone brought up a, a very good point that college really. I mean, half the time you're really not taught anything. You're just kind of, you're trying to socialize yourself or make connections. And you just have, not really that you, you know, you, hey, I got a degree. I got a liberal arts and lesbian dance theory. But where is it from? Oh, Columbia. I got Columbia. Uh, lesbian dance theory. I went to Columbia. And that, that that's in and of itself a win. Um, I, I do the same thing. Like my economics degree from Texas A&M. What did I learn from A&M? I learned some things, but I was like a 2.3, 2.5, 2.6 GPA student. Probably the bottom of the barrel when it comes to A&M. But I still like, 
you know, like Barry Bonds over in San Francisco. I just point to the point to the right field and go up. Hey, I went to A and M, and that built uh, that builds uh, connections for me. Uh, people, hey, hey, you're from A and M, and that's an instant, instant, instant understanding of what it is. Oh, you went to the core. Instant understanding. So I kind of understand. I get why they're saying uh, that colleges kind of do just one or two things: uh, credentialing and socializing or social networking sort of stuff so a couple of uh the two prominent uh two prominent individuals one of the females is from full house another one was a lifetime movie coordinator whatever the case is those are the most uh prolific individuals but uh yeah it's uh, not good for the universities obviously they're stepping down and they're going after uh the one of the USC was one of the colleges, and one of the uh, female chicks that was like a model, and uh, she's on one of her social media platforms saying, "All the reason why I want to go to college is just to, you know, just to party and just to understand and go to games and do whatever." Apparently, she's going to get kicked out of there. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, reparations for marijuana use was something that was brought up. Uh, not that only that we have to. There was a, an article on this. Not only do we have to legalize marijuana, but we have to, instead of uh, corporations making profits off marijuana or whoever making profits off marijuana, we have to repatriate money back to individuals that were imprisoned due to the war on drugs. Yeah, I don't believe in that whatsoever. Did we do this during the Prohibition era type stuff, or did we just kind of legalize alcohol? So... Uh, another horrific news, 49 people dead in New Zealand shooting, um, apparently it was a terrorist attack. I don't know much more on this issue in, other than the fact that somebody ran up and shot up a mosque, um, two mosques, um, so more to follow on that one. Uh, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, I'm going to go ahead and read the article there, so let's get into that one real quick. So, hashtag Believe All Women. Uh, the title of the article is People Believe Johnny Depp Was a Domestic Abuser. It turns out he is the victim. People jumped to believe that actor Johnny Depp was a domestic abuser after his ex-wife, Amber Heard, made the accusations in 2016. As the couple was divorcing, Depp is now suing Heard for $50 million, claiming that he was the actual victim of domestic abuse in the relationship. Heard's allegations should have been questioned from the start. False accusations, accusations during a contentious divorce are nothing new, and even though Depp has been married many times before, not one of his ex-wives said that he abused him. Sure, it's possible that he suddenly became a physically violent person towards women in his early 50s, but it seems unlikely. Still, Heard was almost universally believed from the start, and Depp became a pariah. Things died down in 2017 when the divorce was finalized, but after Heard wrote a Washington Post op-ed in December 2018, Depp decided to sue. The lawsuit was filed last week. In it, Depp alleges that Heard was the serial abuser in relationship and provided 87 newly discovered surveillance videos and 17 sworn eyewitness statements, audio tape, photographs, and other evidence to prove that he was the real victim. One of the testimonies comes from a Trinity Esperanza, who was a concierge at the penthouse where Heard claims Depp hit her in the face. Esperanza now questions how Heard received the mark on her face. And just uh, as an aside, uh, eyewitness testimony is the least least likely to be uh, corroborated or supported or factual. So, thank you, Miss Esperanza. 
After revealing surveillance footage from three days later, when Heard's sister Whitney pretended to punch her in the face, according to court documents. In the surveillance video, Miss Esperanza testified under the oath that she saw Whitney Heard pretend to punch her sister in the face. Then Miss Heard and Whitney Heard all laughed. The court documents state, in one example of alleged abuse against Depp, Heard allegedly threw a vodka bottle at the Pirates of the Caribbean star, slicing him so badly that he required hand surgery. Heard also allegedly attacked Depp while he was in bed and staged the attack she claimed he committed. Unaware, that, actually, and that has been... Women will do that shit to you because I've seen videos that that's kind of the case. So, I guess security lock your shit. Or, sometimes people are just crazy. Continuing on. Unaware that members of Mr. Depp's security team, including an 80-year-old veteran of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, were mere feet away, Miss Heard falsely began yelling, Stop hitting me, Johnny. Depp alleges in court documents the interaction culminated with Miss Heard, making false allegations that Mr. Depp struck her with a cell phone, hit her, and destroyed the penthouse. There were multiple eyewitnesses to this hoax. Depp and his attorney claim Heard made the allegations to advance her career. After she claimed to be a victim of domestic abuse, she became the darling of the Me Too movement, hashtag Believe All Women, and was the first actress to name a humanitarian rights champion in the United States Human Rights Office and was appointed ambassador on women's rights at the American Civil Liberties Union, or ACLU, and was hired by Olorial Paris as this global spokesperson. Their lawsuit states, Heard made her initial accusations in 2016. The Me Too movement gained steam in October 2017 with the allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Piece of shit. Uh, the, lawsuit, the lawsuit also claims Heard published a Washington Post op-ed to gain sympathy and promote her new movie, Aquaman, which was released three days later. She was an Aquaman. Uh, Heard's attorney, Eric M. George, told People Magazine that Depp's lawsuit was a frivolous action and just the latest of Donnie Jepp's repeated efforts to silence Amber Heard. Depp's attorney, Mr. Waldman, Responding that George's comments doesn't sound like a denial, but misheard uh, Mr. Depp's 40-page evidence pack complaint. So, hashtag believe all something. And hashtag believe all something is just stupid. You need to take an objective approach to any any conversation at all. It doesn't matter. I, I don't care. You need to be, don't, don't hashtag anything. Don't be a Republican. Don't be a Democrat. Don't be anything. Just take your own purview of whatever the situation is and kind of just understand it and take the facts for where they are. You may have bias. It is what it is. But, yeah. I don't know why I've done the the HEP or the herd versus depth thing. This is the third time I've done it. Um, I don't know why it piqued my interest at the very beginning, but it just was a thing where Captain Jack Sparrow was... Uh, it didn't seem like that's who he was. So... I just kind of questioned that at the beginning, and then this is where we're headed. So, yay. On to the next news story. So in non-binary news, and transgender news in general, and I know I hit this topic a lot, but I'm, I'm really concerned in the fact that I believe this is a disorder, and this is a person that does not accept reality. You were born a certain way, and that's what it is. Like... It used to be a less than 1% of one-tenth of 1% issue. And now, like, it's kind of getting to the point where, you know, people can just kind of do what they want to do. They can be bears. They can be men. They can be women. They can be this. They can be that. They can be the other. They can be socialists. It doesn't matter. So, 
now that we allow this to be pervasive, the America's first the, the article, America's first non-binary person speaks out. It was all a sham. Kind of, I understand that. I, it speaks to me. Like uh, people just kind of make this story up and they they don't believe it and they're just kind of be more socially acceptable or socially inept. And there's a movement for this kind of thing and they just that's what they want to do. So, meh. All right. Right off, you need to read the full column in the Daily Signal from Jamie Shoup, who chronicles his long, painful journey through the transgender world. He outlines his childhood history of abuse, how he coasted through the medical community with only one therapist cautioning against transgenderism, and how he finally came back to living the actual truth, that he's now and always will be a biological male. And that is a true statement. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad that psychologists kind of have to are forced into a you have to accept this what it, it this is what it is and you can't accept a biological truth. Continuing on. His story is an important one, a story of the LGBTQ far left do not want you to see that transgenderism harms everyone involved and as we've seen over the years, society at large. Let's begin. Four years ago, I wrote about my, this is quote, four years ago, I wrote about my decision to live as a woman in the New York, New York Times, writing that I wanted to live authentically as a woman and that, it, that I've always been, and had effectively traded my white male privilege to become one of America's most hated minorities. Un, uh, end of quote. Thus started James's rise to fame as the radical LGBTQ left's poster child to take down convention. Quote, Three years ago, I decided that I was neither male nor female, but non-binary, and made headlines after an Oregon judge agreed to let me identify as third sex. Not male, not female, not anything. Now, I want to live again as a man that I am. End quotes. After three years, Jamie was dissatisfied with being a trans woman, which should have fired off alarm bells for those treating him. But an agenda was at play, so Jamie became non-binary with the radical LGBTQ left, Greasing the runway with KY Jelly. Uh, well, sure. The LGBTQ efforts with Shoop as the pioneer set in motion many of the radical ideas with no basis in reality, which governs our modern discourse that gender is on a spectrum. It is not. It is. There are very, 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 very few, less than one-tenth of one percent, that are not in the male-female category. And all the talk and everything that has gone otherwise is pretty crazy. Back to the story. Your truth is the truth. Yeah, that's not the case. Truth is truth, not your truth. Uh, anyone who disagrees with you is a hateful bigot. To be shamed and shunned by all related UK woman thrown in jail for defaming a dead uh, transgender online. This kind of goes to the fact that there was an article I saw that uh, they wanted Tucker Carlson. If uh, They were kind of bringing up the fact that if Tucker was in Canada or he was in Britain, he'd be thrown in jail. That's why I wouldn't fuck him. In America, folks, uh, that's why freedom of speech is so fantastic. Because you can you can stay whatever your whatever your thoughts are. And I don't think what Tucker said was stupid. But if your thought is that what Tucker said was stupid or defamatory or you know racist or bigoted or whatever the case is, he still has a right to say it. You should never throw people in jail for saying things. How sad is that? Continuing. But here's what got all this started. Jamie has a long history of suffering through abuse. Quote, The nurse practitioner ignored that I have chronic post-traumatic stress disorder. Having previously served in the military for almost 18 years, all of my doctors agree that on others believe that I have bipolar disorder 
and possibly borderline personality disorder. I should have been stopped, but out of control, transgender activism has made the nurse practitioner too scared to say no, unquote. End quote. Let's say that the last, let's let that last line sink in. Jamie knows, and from what it sounds like, wishes he had been stopped. But activism, out-of-control activism, rendered medical practitioners frightened of what would have happened if they had said no to his transgender demand. Quote, As a child, I was sexually abused by a male relative. My parents severely beat me. At this point, I've been exposed to so much violence and so many close calls that I don't know how to explain that I'm still alive, nor do I know how to mentally process some of the things I've seen and experienced. End quote. As a writer know, from Walt Heyer and others, many transgender people suffered through childhood trauma, or several meaning wanting to be another gender is a symptom pointing to a larger problem which could be treated, not accommodated. Totally agree. So Jamie became a woman to become what he wanted to be in his mind. Quote, It wasn't until I came out against the sterilization and mutilation of gender-confused children and transgender military service members in 2017 that the LGBTQ organization stopped me most of the media retreated with them, end quotes. So it's all fun and games until you question the agenda of people who are help, helping you. The minute one person says maybe we shouldn't push hormones on children, which is totally fucking understandable, uh, that's when the help stops. And I kind of don't, don't get why um, apparently there's a town or anything that lets... Uh, why are you trying to indoctrinate children? Like, what's the point of that? Why don't you just teach them mutual respect for each other? Like, why would you want to indoctrinate children... In this whole thing. There's an 11 year old or 12 year old person. That was in a strip club somewhere. Um, dancing in front of LGBTQ individuals. Or transgender individuals. Whatever the case is. And CPS is not willing to go and snatch that kid away from their parents. Because they're loving and respectful. Yet he's on a fucking dance stage in a strip club as a 12 year old. Continuing on. Um, but the following statement. This is the money shot. Quote. I do not have any disorders of sexual development. All of my sexual confusion was in my head. I should have been treated. Instead, at every step, doctors, judges, and advocacy groups indulged my fiction, end quote. Totally, yeah, if you didn't deny biology, you're going to have problems. Uh, at every step, doctors indulged my fiction. This is a man who needed help. No one but the one therapist wanted to help him not indulge his fiction. Again, you need to read the full story. It's eye-opening. What we as a society are doing is indulging the fiction of people who need help. But we're not helping them by doing, going along with their fantasy. We're just delaying and prolonging their suffering. Many transgender and former transgender people, like Jamie, are screaming at society to wake up. But the LGBTQ zealots are trying to silence them and everybody at every step of the way, threatening your livelihoods if you do speak up. Now, I stumbled through that. Yay for me. And back... Continuing on through all the fun stuff that is going on. Apparently there's a new challenge coming out uh, that people are picking up trash. Like uh, Tide Pod Challenge, Bucket Challenge, whatever challenge. People are picking up trash. That's a challenge I can get behind. Not that I'm going to go out and pick, tra pick up trash, but that's a good one to have. Um, ISIS is defeated, so their last stronghold in Syria. They've uh, 3,000 of the ISIS motherfuckers have defeated or surrendered. I hope they're all executed, destroyed, murdered. Not murdered. Murdered is a bad word. But uh, killed. They've been the, the thorn in the side of Western culture for the last four and a half, five years. They tried to establish a caliphate and do all this crazy stuff by in, 
instead of ending all these crazy laws and doing whatever, they killed thousands of people. And uh, going back to the two individuals that gave up their citizenship, essentially, ran off to Syria and had fun. Go in there and have fun and die. Uh, do whatever you want to. Um, yeah, I, I don't see how else you're going to do that. I'm like, just go away. There's, there's 3,000, 3,500 uh, court sentences they need to work on and do whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, FDA or uh, government or whoever, uh, 5G apparently is a thing. So there's uh, 5G is apparently the new thing with uh, cell phones, and they're lowering the radiation limits that they're doing with 5G. So have fun with that. There was another, another article if you do wireless or Bluetooth, whatever the case is, which I'm a huge proponent of. Um, you are going to, you have a higher risk of cancer. So apparently that's going to be super fun in the next 20 to, 20 to 30 years. Uh, Babylon B, uh, Duffel Blog, Babylon B, The Onion are the shit. They are fantastic. Babylon B has knocked it out of the park with the last couple of articles they've done. Uh, can't really reference them right now because I'm too, uh, lazy to pull up and pick, uh, those type of articles, but uh, heading out over to sports, and uh, you know, nah, screw it. I'm just gonna look for some Babylon B articles, and uh, give you some music, you know, certain certain mouth noises that might get you to stay or do whatever. And if literally, if you're gonna sit here and listen to my mouth noises, or if you're gonna listen to previous podcasts, specifically 55 and 56, um, you know what? You deserve this. Baby Elon B. So, and the <laughs> Baby Elon B bias. That's hilarious. Here's a couple of their uh, titles. Humanity must outgrow the childish idea of God, says man wearing My Little Pony t-shirt. Mom rules, or mom rushes over to treat son's broken leg with pepper and oil. Yay. Uh, AOC. The key to stopping mass shootings is to pass sensible legislation against thoughts and prayers. Thank you, AOC. Pastor suspended for using performance-enhancing illustrations. There you go. Uh, investigation reveals Jubilee's parents may have bribed her way into Xavier's school for a gifted... Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That is fucking hilarious. That's uh the Babylon Bee is knocking it out of the fucking park. And that's that that last uh example <laughs> was fucking perfect. Uh they're killing it. Uh the onion was doing uh, the best onion article that I've seen was the one with the uh, ninja parade. Uh and they actually did like a uh a, a television televised uh, uh, illustration of that, and that was that was hilarious. And then the one I just saw with Babylon B with Jubilee getting into the X Men. If that, oh, that's such a deep joke, so deep, so awesome, so cool. And that's what you got to check out Babylon B. Holy fucking shit, that was fantastic. Off to sports I go, and I have not laughed like that in a while. That was beautiful. <laughs>
news the old Dallas Stars are actually third in the Western Conference congrats to them they passed the St. Louis, Louis Blues or at least they're tied with them for 79 points they are 7-3-0 uh, with a two-game win streak going on uh, Dallas is moving right along let's check out their uh, good old standings so I've seen one game this year uh, with them and they are they have a one, two, three, four, five game homestand. Then they do the Canadian tour, and then they do a two for one. So they got Vegas, Vancouver, Florida, Colorado, Pittsburgh at home. Then they go Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Then they get Philly at home, Chicago away, and Minnesota there. So uh, you know, looking good that they are sixth or tied for third or whatever the case is. They would play. Uh, Hold on, let's look for standards, blah, blah, blah. Durka, Durka. Damn it. I tried. I did what I could. I tried to make this as, as smooth flowing as whatever. Right now they're going to face up against uh, uh, Nashville. Nobody likes the Predators. Uh, Winnipeg has a lead in the Western Conference by quite a bit. And then the St. Louis Blues, Minnesota... Minnesota, actually no, Arizona, the Coyotes would be there. Minnesota down by three points. So that's what's going on in NHL. Uh, about ten games to go. No problem. In NCAA men's baseball news, A&M drops the midweek game to Dallas Baptist, and they play the number one, number one team in the nation, Vanderbilt. So they will start SEC play there. We are 15-4 and four, uh, in the ranked in the top 25. Uh, we have great pitching, and our bats are not there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes with Vanderbilt. We're at home, so if we can take at least one for that, that'd be a win. If we win the series, that'd be even better. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, A&M basketball just got eliminated by Mississippi State. No chance that we're going to be in the NIT. No chance we're going to make the NCAAs. Uh, we were the number 11 seed in the SEC, which is not in and of itself a great conference big 12 acc are much better um and we got beat by 25 points to a team that we had beat and lost to we were we split the series with them uh throughout the year and uh, we got beat by 25 points uh san antonio number seven seed half game up and could take the six seed from utah uh we have won five in a row or actually sorry six in a row go san antonio seven and three in the last ten uh, we have 
looking at the schedule here for San Antonio. Yet da, 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 plenty to play. So there's there's tons. They are in the middle of a uh, San Antonio is a much better home team as opposed to the road. They got four at home. They have all the north northeast teams. Well, by northeast I mean New York, Portland, Golden State, and Miami. So they should at least go three and one in that stretch. Um, Houston, Boston, and Charlotte away. So and then Cleveland and Sacramento at home. So. Somewhat favorable after that because they got Cleveland twice. Actually, Dallas, uh, Washington, Denver. Denver Nuggets are good. Golden State's good. Um, uh, outside of that, so probably a sixth seed. Hopefully, they were kind of hanging out in the, the uh, eight seed realm and dangerously approaching the fact that they would not make the playoffs, but they have a five-game lead against Sacramento at a minimum. So if they were to get the sixth seed right now, they'd be... Paired up against Houston, which is a fantastic team. Uh, Portland, they'd rather play, or Denver, I guess. So uh, Golden State has a lead there. Denver at number two, Houston at three, and Portland at four. Uh, OKC, five, Utah, six, San Antonio, seven, and the Clippers at eight. And nobody cares about the East. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Toronto over at the two. Those would be the ones that I would uh, care about the most. Boston has just dropped off the face of the earth. Uh, they were high up there, but now, now they're in the five seed. So, yeah, is what it is for them. All right, folks, uh, that is going to be the sports report. And uh, I kind of milked that one to be. And, uh, well, that's kind of it. I would go into Beto O'Rourke jumping into the 2020 um, race, but maybe later. You know what I mean? All right, folks, PewDiePie. Apparently he was part of the Christchurch shooting. Meow. Doubt it. See you later.